Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Joining us on the line now, Mark Wee, who is the application and development chef for Monday Nissin Singapore. Mark, welcome to Weekend Mornings. Glad to have you with us today. And you are, your title is is application and development chef. What does that actually mean? What do you do for corn? So what I do is actually, uh, I talk to uh, food service customers, be our restaurant-based customers, and uh, I introduce corn to them. I see how we can uh, put, you know, meat-free items into the menu. So I deal with, uh, you know, various cuisine uh, restaurants and also to uh, introduce corn to home cooks as well. Right, brilliant. And we're here today primarily to talk about the new dim sum series, which we'll get to. But I actually think corn is a fascinating story for Money FM listeners because it's a wonderful business success story. I mean, maybe you can fill in the gaps, but briefly, it was a British company, a British meat-free company originally that uh, became a big success. Yeah. I've eaten corn for 15 years. And then a Filipino company, Monday Nissan, bought it over and is now expanding in Asia in a big, big way. Maybe you could tell us a little bit first about that and what the ingredient, the special ingredient you use mm. in your food products is and how it works. Of course. Of course. So um, uh, corn was founded in uh, 1985. So it has a long history, uh, way before this uh, you know, plant-based uh, protein. Uh, it was founded based on, uh, you know, to solve uh, hunger and uh, shortage of food. So Lord Rank saw at that time after World War uh, that there might be a shortage of food. So they went into this uh, research. So it's been around for a long time. And uh, what they found was actually they had this strain of uh, fungi, uh, which is called mycoprotein, Fusarium venetarium. So that actually is very nutritious. And from that, they uh, use a fermentation method, like how you do kimchi or how you make beer and kombucha, for example. And all you get normally from that is the water and the, the residue. So with corn, with uh, beverage drinks, you actually take the, the liquid. But for corn, we take the leftover residue. And then that's what microprotein is. So it's very nutritious and uh, you get many, many products. Hmm. And I think uh, throughout your 15 years, you might have tried I don't know. How many have you tried, Neil? <laughs> oh, all of them. And just for the benefit of all our of listeners and viewers, microprotein, you mentioned it there, is kind of a relative... Yes. It's a fungi, right? It's a distant relative a of fungi. a mushroom. And it's and, and the, the qualities of it, if that's the right word, you can tell us. It, it's quite high in protein and low in fat, right? So it's a healthy alternative Correct. as well. Correct. So it's actually uh, very, very low in fat and uh, very high in fiber, very high in uh, protein. And uh, one serving equivalent to beef, uh, you get you know the equivalent uh, amount of fiber for three cups of uh, broccoli. So in terms of uh, healthy eating, you do get a lot of that. And in terms of uh, you know sportsmen, they actually like to use corn in their diet because uh, there's so very high amino acids, and that helps with uh, muscle recovery. So that is something that um, uh, it is healthy, it is nutritious, and it is also suitable for Asia. So we come back to why uh, Moninisin brought it into Asia. So it's been prominent, uh, you know, corn is in uh, UK and Europe and the US as well. So what we've done with corn in uh, Singapore and Asia is to actually lead up to the dim sum range is to actually create dishes that are uh, suitable or palatable for the Asian uh, talents, our Asian customers. 
We're speaking with Mark yep. Wee, who is the application and development chef for Monday Nissin Singapore, specifically working on corn, the brand corn. And Mark, one thing that, that I've been surprised with, with corn and with other brands, Impossible and, and some of the other ones, is, is how real the taste is, and, and not only the taste, but the texture. Everything from, uh, in fact, we just had fish sticks last night uh, for dinner. My kids love those, the corn version. And, but, but when you get yeah. to the chicken and the other uh, hamburgers, uh, you, you guys have really spent a lot of time to make the food taste and have the texture of its, of its you know, traditional opposite. Of course, there shouldn't be any uh, compromise in taste. I mean, if you're going to have something that people want to put in their mouths uh, you know, all the time, uh, there shouldn't be. We shouldn't substitute uh, you know, health for taste. And I think you know, to make a product successful, we need to have something that is relative in terms of you know, traditional protein. So what we've done is also to share recipes and things that you you know you can replicate mm. instead of using traditional chicken for example you could use this into you know a, a chicken curry and and use corn into that as well. Yeah, Devi. So we're not here to, sorry, Devi. I was just going to say sorry for jumping in. Uh, uh, Devi, one of our uh, Facebook watchers, is asking if corn is available in restaurants in Singapore. It it is right. Yes, corn? it is. It is. Uh, it is quite a bit of a. Uh, Japanese restaurants as well. So uh, Ichiban RES is uh, doing a meat-free menu. We also have, uh, what else? We have uh, Makisan uh, that's also running uh, the sausage patties as well. So uh, another one is uh, Soup Spoon. We also have First Street. Yeah, that's another one that's uh, using corn. And we so have, there are many restaurants. Yeah, that's mm. great. Uh, sorry, Mark, we have another question. I want to get all our viewers' questions in. This is great, Glenn. They're taking the job over for us. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Lewis Moe has uh, written yeah. in on Facebook Live to ask, I heard corn is also quite healthy. You touched on that. Is that true? What are its health properties compared to other meat-free brands? Now, I don't expect you to talk about rival products, but what are some of the health properties in corn? I think in general, we can say that it is uh, fat, very, very low in fat, whereas um, if you talk about maybe other traditional uh, plant-based meats, they have a very high fat content to create that, you know, burger-like kind of a feel. But where corn is different, we have, uh, you know, like our pieces and our fillets, and that traditionally has a lower, uh, actually low, no fat at all, where you are in control of adding how much fat you want into your dishes. And there's so a direct... Sorry, Mark, there's a direct relevance to Singapore right now because almost on a daily basis, the Singapore government is talking about sustainability, sustainable food, sustainable products. How does corn support that? Because we have to move to more... I mean, whatever your views on animal rights and so on, from the planet perspective, we have to move towards more sustainable foods, correct? Of course, sustainability has many, uh, many avenues, of course. So we talk about you know, carbon footprint. It is uh, low in carbon footprint, the amount that you use you know, to generate corn, whereas it is, uh, it is a very sustainable in a way that we don't grow the, we don't grow soy and then turn it, process mm -hmm. it and then make it into uh, another, another protein, for example, uh, or, or, or pea, where this is, uh, you know, fermented using, you know, a technology and it has uh, reached a scale. So it's very, very economical. And um, in terms of sustainability, in terms of the pocket as well, it is uh, fairly reasonably priced as compared to maybe other other uh, plant-based proteins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it is, has to be sustainable in all fronts. We're talking to Mark Wee, the application development chef, working on corn products. And Ruknesh wants to know what's the most popular corn product. Uh, let's let's keep it for Singapore. Keep it easy. Make it easy. What's the most popular product? <laughs> Today is still our uh, nuggets. If you have 
tried our nuggets, uh, it is um, really a one-for-one one, uh, taste in terms of taste and texture to uh, some, you know, some a nugget that we're all very, very familiar with. So if you if you never tried it, please, please do. Uh, it's available in all supermarkets or uh, in uh, online retailers like Redmart as well. One of the things I like about the the corn nugget, not to give too much of a plug, but you know the other one that you get at certain uh, fast food restaurants. Um, you're actually not sure what's in that nugget, and a lot of times it's like yes. these like mixture of parts from the animal parts. Actually, that... if you've seen documentaries, <laughs> you do know what's in those chicken nuggets. It's, it's, and not, it's not a pretty good. sight. <laughs> it's, it's not so. Good. The corn ones we know are good for you and healthy. Uh, Mark, of yes. course, you know one of the reasons you're on today, uh, the the news hook, if we can put it that way, is the launch of your new dim sum series for corn, which yes. you know many people in Singapore will be happy about that, given uh, how much we all love dim sum here. Uh, take us through. What some of the products are you've you've kindly sent something into the studio as well and, and yes. talk to us a little bit about what's in that series and and what people can expect when they order and eat those uh, you know the idea behind it is you know creating another snack like the nuggets and something that's accessible and easy for people to use uh, and, and and make at home so uh, we have the barbecue bun uh, the barbecue puff pastry the other one is the glutinous rice the, the shumai and the japanese gyoza so these are all very popular uh, snack foods that you order in a restaurant, you know, be it sometimes in a... Yes, you have the barbecue bun there. What's this? Uh, the, is this the, the char siu puff. What the is this one? char siu puff. Char siu puff. barbecue uh, puff, correct. So it's like a, a puff pastry with a, a char siu filling inside, mm -hmm. but made with corn. So it's all uh, meat-free. I, I, I know you guys need to taste it. And that's what we say, you know, you really need to taste it to, to believe it, you know, uh, that it's meat-free. We are have to gonna have to taste it later because there is no eating in the studio. Unfortunately, we've got too much gear around that could get messed up. But we definitely will test it later. Neil, what have you got? Well, look yes. at this one. Uh, talk us through this one, Mark, because when when corn was for, first launched in Singapore, I remember talking to your guys, your food chefs, and saying you're going to bring the sausages and the nuggets and all the rest of it, and they said yes. But we see far greater potential in adapting corn for Asian delicacies. And I'll be frank, Mark, I was a bit, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, heard it all before. And here we are less than, what is it, two, three years later, and I'm holding, well, maybe you could tell the audience, what am I holding here, Mark? Well, you're holding our dim sum basket, but in it is, uh, you know, the star of the show. So I, uh, let me see what you have in there. You have the, uh, uh, the Japanese gyoza. So that yeah. has a meat-free filling in that as well. So in any Japanese restaurant, you order that as a snack, right? So everyone's very familiar with that. And uh, we have also the lotus rice below that. Yes, there it is, glutinous rice. Yes, correct. And then that's done in a wrapped in a lotus uh, lotus leaf and uh, steamed. So all these are very traditional dim sum snacks. And uh, over at Glen, you have the uh, chashu or the uh, barbecue pork butt. So it's a chashu uh, chashu bao, kind of a regular chashu bao. Yeah, chashu bao, correct. So you know, pop it in your mouth, it's easy. Yep. And this one got in transit. It got it got a little bit uh, tip, toppled chicken, over, right? Yeah, that's shumai, right? So that's the shumai, yeah. correct? That's the shumai. Yum! Wonderful stuff. And all of these new range of uh, barbecue products that you mentioned, they're all available for home de delivery. Is that correct? How does that work? It, so you can uh, check us out on Instagram um, uh, for the number to WhatsApp on for our home delivery. Also, we also just received news. We'll be uh, able to uh, read. This is going to go on retail at Red Mart at the end of this month. So oh. uh, please uh, watch out for it. So that's uh, that's another channel that you can buy it from. And I've just had a question from LL Tan, one of our mm. regular viewers. Is there, are you aware as a chef, are there any side effects of corn? 
Well, the the side effects, I would say, it's uh, nominal because of the uh, allergy. It's not an allergy, uh, you know, compared to peanuts, uh, the allergen rate is very, very low. So it is one to 3,000. So where peanuts is one is to 300. So because of the, the low amount, you're not going to, you know, it's not classified as an allergen. Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Neil. I was going to say. So just... are, yeah. But those who are allergic to mushrooms, we do... Uh, but because it's fungi-based, we do uh, recommend that you know uh, that you take caution when you're having corn. So I just wanted to clarify what you've what you've deli- what we have here. The local dim sum favourites are barbecue buns, barbecue pastry puffs, uh, shumai, glutinous rice, yes. and Japanese uh, gyozas. Would that be correct? Yes. Gyoza. Yeah. Gyoza. Gyoza. You lived in Japan. I, know. I did live in Japan. He knows about six words in Japanese and, and he shows off the ones and he knows. And if I just say it's and not ka- it And let me just say it's not karaoke, it's karaoke. Please, people, let's yes, get it right. But if I corrected all these mispronounced <laughs> Chinese words, we'd never get anything done. But I leave those, Mark. I leave those. But four Japanese words, yes. he gets excited. Yeah. Mark, we thank you so much. Uh, application development chef for Monday Nissin Singapore, of course, the uh, ones who carry corn here. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.